Hi guys and welcome. This is Evita with Flying Blind Podcast where I talk about how I'm 36 and have no idea what the F I'm doing with my life. Here you'll join me on my journey in figuring things out and on helping you feel good about your own unique journey. My hope is for all of us to feel inspired to get out there and fly. Since we're talking about journeys and I have pretty much volunteered to take you on mine, I'll be sharing some of my experiences with you on this podcast and dissecting them. I'm pretty much going to be stating out loud in this episode and in future episodes what is going on in my head. So today we will be talking about dating. Not really so much the dates themselves, but on the thoughts, feelings, and ideas that dating has provoked in me and I'm sure that many of you can relate. So dating is kind of uh, new and very different for me at this point. Um, It's also very different just because of technology and dating apps and all that sort of stuff. I mean, it was not what it is today back when I was dating in my, you know, 20s. It is just a completely new challenge. It really is. And I also hadn't dated in... A couple of years. Um, as some of you may or may not know, I was actually in a long relationship. I was previously engaged and that didn't work out. And I did date a little bit after that relationship ended, but I did decide to take some time and not date. It just wasn't something that I was interested in. Also, as far as the dating apps, I really wasn't inter- interested in that either. But here I am. Uh, I wouldn't say that I was completely ready to date. I don't know if you really ever are completely ready to date. Uh, Just like with a lot of other things in life. But yeah, so here I am dating again and addressing some issues that I kind of actually thought I had squashed. But before we get into that, you know, I want to talk about the time that I took for myself and the time that I learned to be alone. And I really think that that is really crucial. It is necessary for self-discovery. I mean, not always, but I think you are at your best entering a relationship when you have taken that time to really learn to be alone and have time to really examine yourself and to just be in an an environment where you are alone. That time that I took to myself, I really read a lot of books and did a lot of journaling, learned to meditate, I worked on my career, I opened my business, I did a whole lot of traveling, I got the time to work on my relationships with friends and with family and I really nourished them and and fostered them. And I have uh, learned to become a much more independent and stronger person as a result. And I think that it is very great, very crucial and very necessary to do those things uh, prior to entering a relationship. It just makes it so much stronger. So I'm really glad that I didn't fall into uh, any of the social or societal or cultural pressures of being told that I should, you know, be dating, be married or have kids like I mentioned on the last podcast. It's actually kind of funny because um, it was a, a kind of a constant topic of conversation when I would hang out with some of my friends. They were always trying to get me onto a dating app and even some of my friends would always threaten me that they were going to create an, uh, a profile for me and I was always just constantly saying no and just pretty much begging them not to do so. I mean, there's just a whole lot of pressure uh, nowadays and again, I know that just like, you know, and talking about children and things of that nature, I know that the intention is good. My friends want to see me happy. My family wants to see me happy. But it is rather annoying to have people constantly on you about dating and telling you that you should be doing these things. 
There was a time that I did feel bad about it, but again, I realized that we all have our own unique path and the only timeline that we need to stick to is our own. Hey everybody, this is Panchito and Mike from the 5 for 5 podcast. And you're currently listening to Flying Blind with Evita. We hope you enjoy it. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. Welcome back, and we are talking about how dating brought up some of my insecurities. Even though I had taken so much time for myself and took the time for self-discovery, took the time to reflect, took the time to become what I believe to be a better, improved version of myself during the time that I wasn't dating, getting back into the dating scene was rather difficult. I wouldn't even say that I got back into the dating scene. I just kind of started dating someone. I, I can't even say that I really experienced the dating scene the way that a lot of people do. But even though I did feel like girl power, like, you know, stronger and everything, when I did start to date, uh, my insecurities came to light. Let me just tell you. I mean, I'm sure it doesn't matter how old you are. When you go on a date, it is absolutely nerve-wracking. I mean, okay, during the time that I was single, I really did take the time, you know, I did the self-discovery, all that sort of stuff. I also really took the time to love myself, not just who I am as a person, but also to really accept myself on a physical level. I was doing more workouts and I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that I changed physically or transformed, but I did, you know, learn to love myself on a physical level a little bit more. But man, when I started or when I did start to date again, all of my insecurities just came flooding back in Um, on that first, you know, on first dates, you know, you worry about all of the physical stuff. You know, you ask yourself, am I too fat? Am I too skinny? Does this look right? How does this outfit look? Do I look too old? And of course, because I am older and I hadn't really dated since my 20s, a whole new set of insecurities came up. You know, do I do I look old? Do I look like an old lady trying to look young in this outfit? All of these self-critiquing thoughts came flooding in, you know, and then when you're actually on the date, you ask yourself, do I have lettuce in my teeth? Is my concealer creasing into my crow's feet? You know, can you see all these fine lines under my eyes? I mean, it sounds really silly, but these thoughts go through your head. You know, all the superficial physical stuff that really we don't want to focus on, they come flooding back in. And then even though, you know, I felt all girl power before dating again, and even though I felt that I had found my voice in a lot of ways, and I felt so like independent and secure, you suddenly begin to start to worry about what you say and how it comes out and how you're perceived. And then you become guarded. And there may be a point that you're just not being yourself. And it's not because you're blatantly lying or, you know, anything like that, but because you're holding back. And it's just, it's, it's kind of sad. And I think that we all do this, not just in the dating world, but we do this in life. You know, we hold back. We hold back from being our true authentic selves, you know, sometimes at work because we fear how our 
bosses or coworkers might look at us or we aren't our true authentic selves even sometimes with our families because we know that if we are maybe we will get criticized in some way shape or form or just you know whether it's even if you're a creator you know something like on this podcast or if you are an artist in some way you know a lot of times we aren't completely our general true selves because it's scary it really is And this is where I think about Brene Brown. I'm not sure if any of you are familiar with who she is, but she is a a doctor. Um, She has her PhD and she has done a lot of work on vulnerability. And she's also the author of a really fantastic book called Daring Greatly, which I highly recommend. You know, just this reminds me of her work and where she talks about vulnerability and our, our fear. And there's just such a huge misconception that vulnerability is weakness and it's really not. Brene Brown's definition of vulnerability is uh, defined as uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. But she also says that vulnerability is a place of love, belonging, joy, courage, empathy, and creativity. And I truly believe, I truly believe this. But before I get too into talking about vulnerability, I first want to say that oversharing is not vulnerability. And I think that sometimes those two do get confused. Vulnerability is not word vomit. Vulnerability and oversharing are two different things. And I think that we also very much fear oversharing. But when we come back from our commercial, we are going to talk more about vulnerability, not just in dating, but in life and how it can actually really empower you. You're listening to Flying Blind Podcast. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. Welcome back, and we are talking about dating and vulnerability. Dating is incredibly scary because it puts us in a position of vulnerability. There's a risk and an uncertainty in not being accepted. There's a risk and uncertainty in putting yourself out there and being rejected. We don't know if we're going to be accepted and liked when we go on a date. We don't know if it's going to go on for a you know second or third date or if it's going to turn into something. We take a really large risk exposing sides of ourselves In this scenario, we are taking a risk by exposing things about our childhood or past relationships, our ideas and our values, and we do fear that they will not be accepted by the other person. Even if we know that the person isn't going to want to see us, you know, after that first date, it's still scary and we still, to a degree, still crave the acceptance. It's our human nature. And the risk of not getting that acceptance is incredibly scary. So as a result, we retreat, we hold back, we don't expose our authentic selves. But that's exactly why I said previously that vulnerability is actually incredibly brave and courageous. It is not a weakness. Knowing that there is an element of uncertainty in whether it's dating or any situation and still being you 
is incredibly brave and courageous. The reason that it is so incredibly important to be vulnerable, the reason it is so incredibly important to be vulnerable is because unless we are our true selves, our authentic selves, we actually don't know if people are accepting us or liking us for who we truly are. Being yourself is actually what will lead to authentic and meaningful experiences and relationships. But getting back to dating, I do want to emphasize uh, and reiterate that you should date because you want to. You should date because you want to find a partner to do things with and to be a true partner, not because you are trying to find somebody to complete you. You do need to complete yourself first. You need to be happy on your own before trying to be happy with somebody else. It is not somebody else's responsibility to make you happy. It is actually your responsibility to make yourself happy and to be satisfied with who you are as a person and where you are in life. I really hope that you don't fall into a trap or into, you know, the societal pressures of feeling that you have to date, that you have to be with somebody, that you have to follow this specific path. If you don't feel ready to partner with somebody else, then you shouldn't. You should take the time to get to know yourself to self-reflect, to enjoy your own company. And I'm so glad that I took the time to do that because it's important to learn to be by yourself, to learn to enjoy yourself, your alone time, and all of those things. And even so, even having done that work, it still brought up a bunch of insecurities and issues for me when I did decide to go ahead and give dating a chance. And getting back to vulnerability, it can be taken so far beyond just dating. Obviously, you know, with dating, you're put in a situation where you have to be vulnerable because you do need to open up and you do need to be yourself. And if you're not, that's obviously going to lead to something disastrous because you have to be yourself or you're lying. But again, vulnerability can be taken beyond dating. It can be taken into other relationships, friendships, friendships, you know, that are not romantic into your relationships with your family. It can be taken into work and into art. And it is advantageous and courageous to be open and honest and expose your thoughts and your ideas and your emotions and not knowing the outcome. Is it scary? Absolutely. But again, this is where you can actually create something incredibly beautiful when you are your authentic self. Again, there is no weakness in vulnerability. It's from that place that you can foster beautiful relationships and experiences. It's brave and it's a huge leap of faith. It's a huge leap of faith to put yourself out there and not know the response that you're going to get. And you should have faith in yourself. You should believe in yourself and have faith that your beliefs, your values, your ideas, anything that you put out there is going to be received well by the people that should be in your life. And the people that don't receive those things well should probably not be in your circle. And vulnerability is something that even though I am preaching it right now, it is incredibly scary for me as well. It has been scary and, you know, has brought up a lot of my old insecurities, not just in dating, uh, but being vulnerable in this podcast is something that has also been incredibly difficult. Prior to doing this, I would have, yeah, of course I would make myself vulnerable with people that I knew I could be vulnerable with. You know, I have certain friends and family members that I'm incredibly close with that I open up with and I share all of my ideas and all of my feelings, but I know that they will be accepted. I know I will be loved. But being on this platform and sharing my ideas with all of you that are listening is scary because I don't know how it will be received. 
I don't know if my ideas will be accepted, if they'll be criticized. And me being a human being, I do care. And I do want acceptance. And I do want love. And I also realize that doing this is uncertain. And there may be people that completely disagree with me. I might have people that don't like what I'm saying. And it's a little bit scary. And I'm sure at some point there will be somebody that has something negative to say back to me. I just have to accept that that's the reality. And that is a huge, not just possibility, but I can almost say with complete certainty that that will happen at some point if this reaches enough ears. So what I do want is to encourage you to take vulnerability into different parts of your life. It will definitely put you out of your comfort zone. It will definitely be scary, but it is also very brave. And the more leaps you take, the more you do this, it won't necessarily um, make it any less scary, but you kind of get used to the scary. You kind of get used to the idea of rejection. And rejection, of course, never feels good, but it is something that we can handle as human beings. And I think one of the best things to do is instead of focusing on those rejections, focus on all of the positive feedback that you get by being your authentic self. Again, if you are your authentic self, if you put yourself out there, the people that are meant to be in your life will accept you. And the ones that have something negative to say don't truly belong in your life. I would like to leave you with a quote by Tom Bilyeu. He says, Don't be afraid to be yourself. Everyone's voice has value, but nothing diminishes that value as rapidly as trying to imitate someone else's voice. There's no question that this puts you in a vulnerable position, but it's only once you put yourself out there that you're able to offer something unique to the world. Be yourself and watch who responds. Those are your people. Tom Bilyeu really sums up what I tried to say in a much more beautiful and articulate way. And I really hope that you take this quote to heart and that you live your best life, that you are your unique self because you do have something wonderful and unique to offer the world. Please don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Take that leap of faith and have faith in yourself. Thank you so much for joining me and taking the time to listen to me on this episode of Flying Blind Podcast. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat at Evita Carrasco. That's E-V-I-T-A-C-A-R-R-A-Z-C-O. And I hope that you join me on the next episode of Flying Blind Podcast. And until next time, please stay blessed and stay positive. Positive.